Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who will have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. When we feel guilty about something we've done, we often punish ourselves, both consciously and unconsciously. In this week's podcast, Dan talks with Yoel Inbar of Tilburg University about how self-defeating this pattern of self-punishment can be and how we can replace it with more constructive behavior. So last time we were having coffee at Tilburg, uh, we were talking about this research project on how we hurt people and look at what they uh, do to themselves afterwards. So can you describe the logic for this ingenious idea? Well, what we do uh, is that uh, we make people feel bad about something they did or not. Uh, and then we actually we give them the opportunity to hurt themselves. And we expected and, and found, in fact, that when people wrote about a time that they had done something unethical, that they were then more willing uh, to give themselves painful electric shocks. So, so the, basic, the basic story was people uh, were asked to remember something, and presumably everybody has something in their past they could remember bad that they've done. That's right. And then we say, hey, here's an electrical shock machine. Why don't you give yourself as much electrical shock as you can tolerate? And then we see what they, what's the max they would give That's to right. themselves. So what's the logic of this? Uh, so, so the thinking is this, that when, when you think about something bad that, that you've done, that you're then motivated uh, to balance things out by hurting yourself. And this is an idea, this, this idea of justice is balanced that, goes back in our culture for quite a while. So the ancient Greeks thought about justice as being a, a balancing out process. You hurt somebody, and then you're hurt in turn. And once that's happened, we're back in balance. So is so this, the is this idea, like karma, basically, that something kind of yeah, balances yeah. out? Yeah, you, you know, you could think of it as, as karma, although uh, karma is more from the point of view of the universe. So the, the idea of karma is that the universe itself will punish you for your misdeeds. Uh, and the way that the, the Greeks and, and our subjects thought about it, I think humans had to take a much more active role. So people were doing the, the punishing, either inflicting punishment on other people or, or in our case, uh, on themselves. And the idea was that these were not uh, Opus Dei people. These were students at Cornell, and somehow they have that, the same uh, ideology. Somehow they believe naturally that this is the right thing to do. Right, right. So, so right. They were not, uh, you know, Catholic uh, flagellants who, you know, made a practice out of beating themselves for their sins. Uh, they were just normal undergraduates, but, but I believe that this is an idea that's sort of pervasive in the culture. So even normal people uh, who don't, maybe have any explicit religious belief, let's say, that this is the right thing to do, will punish themselves for their transgressions if they're given the right opportunity. So, so do you think that this is something that they were doing consciously or unconsciously? Is it something that they say, oh, I think this would be a good idea to punish myself now because I've, I remember something bad I've done? I think it can sometimes operate consciously. So, for example, one of the ways that we started thinking about this was we, that is me and uh, David Pizarro, one of our collaborators on this, had the, the feeling that when we've done something, we kind of feel guilty for, let's say, not having worked hard enough, that we go and we work really hard at the gym to sort of punish ourselves physically for having been lazy. So in that case, it certainly would be kind of an explicit mental process. On the other hand, when we asked our research subjects whether they thought that there was 
any connection between the two or whether they had acted kind of specifically in response to anything else that they had done in the study, they all denied it. They thought the idea was, was a little ridiculous, actually, that they would give themselves stronger shocks uh, because they had just written about a time that they did something unethical. So in that case, certainly, it seemed to happen without their conscious awareness. And what do you think about this uh, self-punishment as being helpful or non-helpful? Imagine a participant in the experiment, they remember something bad, down they punish themselves physically. Are they better off? I mean, if the physical punishment is supposed to help them overcome some guilt, uh, do we know anything about how, how it works? I mean, should we recommend to people that every time they do it, they should start uh, doing something negative to themselves as a way to alleviate that guilt? I, I think that psychologically it may make them feel better, but I think that socially it's really an unproductive way to deal with a guilty conscience. So we know from social psychology research going back to the 60s that when people feel guilty, they're more likely to behave in a helpful pro-social way. Now, that, of course stands to help maybe the person you harmed or maybe just somebody else who, who's in the vicinity. But in any case, you're, you're raising somebody else's well-being. Here, you're really only reducing your own well-being. So I think that, uh, although we haven't tested this, that after they've hurt themselves, they're now going to be less inclined to do something nice for somebody else. So they've kind of dealt with it by harming themselves. Now they don't have to deal with it anymore. Now it's over. Now it's done. So in that sense, you can really see this as reducing a motivation to do something nice or helpful that usually results from people thinking about their misdeeds. So, so maybe the problem was electrical shock, right? So if you say that if you feel guilty and you're going to do something, pros, uh, something to alleviate that guilt, it would be nice if that something actually provided benefit for somebody else. In the gym case, exactly. it provided benefit to you. If you went and volunteered in some soup kitchen, it, it would help somebody else. But electrical shocks are kind of a non-efficient way to do it because they're not actually providing any help. Exactly. So if we go back to the Opus Day, it would have been nice if the Opus Day would have kind of done something nice for other people rather than just self-flagellation. Exactly. That seems sort of unproductive socially. <laughs> yes. So... So, Yoel, knowing everything you know about this, uh, kind of any, any different behaviors with your wife, for example? I mean, can you think about <laughs> ways to use this? Do you remind her, do you remind her about bad stuff that she's she done in the past to ask her to write something about just before it's uh, your turn to decide who's going to make dinner, for example? We've actually sort of institutionalized this in a way uh, so that we have a running tally of who's done more work around the house. And the person who's currently winning can then use that as currency to make the person who's losing feel guilty and to get them to do stuff. But that's, a, I guess, we look at it as a way of motivating productive behavior in that, you know, groceries get bought and dishes get washed. So I think it would be sort of unsatisfactory for both of us if, if I said, for example, oh, you know, you're 50 points ahead. Uh, let me just go uh, hit my thumb with a hammer a few times and then we're even. Yeah, but, but it, looks, it looks unproductive to count it as, as an accurate way, right? It should be, you should just remind her about stuff that she's done wrong with a, as a kid. You could say, oh, you know, I just talked to your mother. She reminded me how when you were a kid you never did your homework. And then you can say, honey, who do you think should make dinner tonight? You know, my intuition, I haven't tried this admittedly, but my intuition is that that would not work out well. Okay, so maybe, but what about if she just called her mother more? Would that kind of remind her more of guilt and bad feelings and just kind of be a natural uh, remedy for this? I suppose it's possible. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, maybe I should encourage her to call her mom more often. 
Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or get her mother to call her more often. I, I, I think there's lots of potentials for um, applications for this research. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with economist and New York Times bestselling author Dan Ariely of Duke University. Dan's latest book is The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. You can subscribe to the Arming the Donkeys podcast and learn more about dishonesty, irrationality, and other human quirks at danarielli.com.